What's good, guys? This is Please Confirm, the podcast where we break down all things questionable that you don't have time to Google. My name's Mel. And my name is Kat. And Nexium, if you're listening, please confirm. Okay, Mel, so before we jump into the episode, I have to ask you, what's been on your mind lately? What can you not get out of your head this week? What's been on my mind? Ooh, hard-hitting questions, Kat. I'm loving this. We're going in deep. We're going in deep. I love it. Um, I don't know. I would say fall vibes is kind Ooh. of what's been giving me my juju this week, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, Have you been weather. up in the fall, like candles and baked goods? You don't even like that's my middle name. <laughs> candles and baked goods. Melissa, like Melissa candles and baked goods. <laughs> literally everything at Trader Joe's is fall flavored. It's really bad. Like I bought Oh my gosh, I bought it all. I'm burning a the, like apple cider candle. I made these like chocolate pumpkin muffins on Friday. Like I just have been vibing out on the fall, the fall um, goods and the weather is like getting really nice here. So loving it. What about you? What are you like, what can't you get off your mind? So I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's been all over Instagram and TikTok. It is an organization that has been doing funding and organizing for COVID relief. And so they gathered all these A-plus celebrities, I'm talking like top of the top celebs, to do a virtual table read of the Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which is, for all you Gen Zers, a incredibly classic 80s movie. So they had like Shia LaBeouf. They had um, Jennifer Aniston. Wait, is this uh, the one where Shia LaBeouf was like smoking a blunt or something? Yes. Okay, yes. I saw that somewhere on Insta, and then I saw all the tea with like Brad and Jen, like getting like yes. let's, let's just leave that in the past. Like they're not together. Like let's let's move on. I know. People. And then I went down this deep dark rabbit hole of like. When was Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt married? They were married for five years. Didn't know if you knew that, but now you do. Oh, my goodness. I feel like their whole relationship is like just a whole episode on its own. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, we could talk forever. Okay, so let's jump into the episode. We all know the good old multi-level marketing company. Mel, I'm sure you're very well aware People hitting you up on Facebook, trying to get you to buy candles and sell makeup. Totally. And and this story is not your average, like, Avon, Rodan, and Fields, typical multi-level marketing company. But basically, this entire story revolves around a coercive, charismatic cult leader that Mm. creates this void of magnetism that it's basically impossible to escape out of. And I know you want the scoop now. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Does this mean – I'm, like, getting so intrigued because I don't know anything about this episode, so I'm very excited. But does this mean it's, like, a, like, Ponzi scheme? Is that the same thing as what this is? Or, like, what's the difference? So it's, like, 
multi-tiered basically and I'll get into it later but I need to give you some background information first to kind of set the scene but before we begin just a little advice to everyone that um, these episode facts were sourced from publications such as the NY Times, Vulture, CNN, the critical analysis of the executive success program by Dr. Paul Martin. Yes, sister used a scientific publication, y'all. <laughs> and if you really want to know super in-depth, longer than our 30-minute episode, you should definitely watch the HBO docuseries, The Vow. Pronounced Nexium. It definitely doesn't look like Nexium, but that's how it's pronounced. It is a multi-level marketing company based in Albany, New York. It was founded by this guy named Keith Rainier in 1998. And this guy like is insane. He claimed to have the highest IQ in the Guinness World Book of Records of 240. He was a renowned pianist and a judo master. What is that? (laughs) It's like a form. It's like karate, but judo. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so Keith already bugs me because I have an Uncle Keith and he's like – I feel like everyone has an (laughs) Uncle Keith. I don't, but I feel like everyone does. (laughs) Every white family basically. (laughs) Yeah. So I wouldn't know. (laughs) But like this guy just turns out to be incredibly diabolical. So – In all my research, Rainier was similar to the Branch Davidian cult leader, David Koresh, which we all know from the famous explosion in Waco, Texas, which we so should do an episode on. So basically a little background on Rainier. He taught a philosophy of betterment, ethics, and humanitarian causes alongside this woman and psychologist Nancy Salzman. She studied a form of neurolinguistics um, that also include hypnotism. So, you know, we're going down a dark tunnel already. <laughs> so, Rainier originally ran a merchandise pyramid scheme called Consumers Byline that was eventually shut down due to fraud allegations. Consumers byline just sounds sketchy, right? <laughs> like, what is what do you make? What do you do? So that cues Nancy Salzman meeting Rainier, and together they create ESP, which stands for Executive Success Programs. But this eventually becomes the umbrella company Nexium. So I just want to know, like, did Nancy not do a Google search on this guy? Like, a simple background check? Um, <laughs> like, to know that his past company was shut down due to fraud allegations. Literally. So we have this woman, Nancy, who's a hypnotist. And then this dude, <laughs> Rainier, who's basically a cult leader. So I can only imagine the fun that these two got into. Each, like, like, this just is going to be bad and I'm really nervous. <laughs> okay. So continuing on, basically in their prime, Rainier and Salzman – They gave themselves these names that their 16,000 members called them. Rainier wanted to be called Vanguard, and Salzman was called Prefect. What? So these were the given names that they would only answer to. Vanguard means the forefront of an action or a movement, 
I just think that sounds shady in general. (laughs) And prefect means like chief officer, but also can be a person who serves discipline in British terminology, which I thought was interesting. That's like Harry Potter. They call like basically their RAs are prefects. So yeah. Whoa, (laughs) connections. Yeah. (laughs) So Keith and Nancy, or should I say Vanguard and Prefect, recruited many D-list celebrities. These people. (laughs) Hugh Mel. I wish. I'm like a Z-list in my own head. Yeah, we're like double Z's. Like, we're not even on the alphabet. We're just like numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up recruiting like a very um, diverse, interesting group of 16,000 people. Like, that's a lot of people. But if any of you listening know who Grace Park is, she played in Battlestar Galactica. But also something funny is that the heiresses to the Seagram's distillery, like Seagram's, the $10 gin that I used to live off in college, can't say I won't go back. What? That's so random. Yeah, they were involved. And the, what is the saying when you say like, the top of the cake but it's not top of the cake the cream of the crop or like the cherry on top that's what I was trying to say (laughs) (laughs) the cherry on top was the Dalai Lama the Dalai Lama came to one of ESP's later conferences Which I just think, like, if you've got Dalai Lama flying across the world to Albany, New York, you must have something going for you. Something going on. Like, something's happening there that I I need to know more about. Yeah. So I want to give you guys kind of the lowdown on ESP. And like I said before, ESP is called Executive Success Programs. These are all very, quote, data-driven, hard data. It's like a success plan, which... The beginning of my research, I was like, wait, I totally would have done this. And I think Mel would have totally done this as well. TBD (laughs) to us being an international business society. I don't even want to talk about it. But like Mel and I are these people. Oh, no, I'm I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I would like to point out that Kat and I in college joined this international business club. It was a society. It was like a much bigger... Um, commitment than just a standard club only because we found like one of the presidents or whatever of the club so attractive and so we were like we have to get in this club so we joined the club to like be friends (laughs) with this guy who ended up being a horrible just a horrible human but anyways oh my gosh thou shalt not say his name because it literally like makes my brain convulse but yes mel and i were having a moment and we chose to enter that society only to find men and we failed very hard so before we dive into the nitty-gritty i wanted to give you guys a kind of summary of what happens during these esps or success plans So basically, it's based on a 12-mission statement, which is very long, and nor do we have the time to 
say all 12 mission statements. So I'm going to summarize a little bit and just touch on the creepy ones, basically. The ones that you actually want to hear. Basically, their motto is there are no ultimate victims. Therefore, I choose to not be a victim, which is so problematic in itself because people are victimized like all the time. And so basically their whole mantra was like, you can't be a victim. Like you're just put making yourself a victim. Therefore, you have to banish it. Oh, gosh. So also they were trying to actualize human potential, especially with this guy, um, Kev, or Keith Rainier, obviously has like a crazy IQ. He's super smart. And so this whole thing, like I said before, was really data-driven and based on his, quote, technologies. But they also were trying to solve uh, dissolving disintegrations learned as a child by re-examination, which I basically took as like the nature versus nurture theory. Um, But basically they are trying to like eradicate that from their brains. And so they, So basically, they use this rational inquiry as a tool of human transformation throughout these seminars. And they also are told to avoid parasitic relationships and only be true to yourself. That's like the only way these people can be, quote, truly ethical. And they also state on practicing um, charity, compassion, and teamwork of any sorts, which... I mean, it's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can stand behind that one, but uh, <laughs> the other ones, I don't know. They kind of freak me out because I still don't get it. I don't know why these people didn't. Like, a red flag did not go off for these 16,000 members when whoever questions the curriculum, quote, don't get it and are quote suppressors and you should disassociate with them immediately as they are not seeking their higher self so basically if anyone disagrees with you cut them out of your life honestly like (laughs) do i hate that (laughs) (laughs) now that you mention it like like maybe that's what i was saying that's why i wanted to do this episode so bad because i was like mel and i would have fallen into this cold hard trap like call me prefect (laughs) okay so also a little tip of the hat to um rainier who was a master judo like i said before they use these colored sashes as ranking Based on how many seminars you were attending, how many new recruits they were getting to join, and of course, the more money you gave, the higher you could go. So the kind of first implementation of the of the ESPs were these workshops or intensives, and these were a great emphasis on the concept of projection and just kind of realizing your true self before really working on yourself. So to put Put this in perspective, a five-day workshop was $3,000 and a 16-day workshop was $7,500. Like, times that by 16,000? Wait, sickening. So essentially, these people who buy into this 
attend these workshops, pay thousands of dollars to go for a couple of days. And the point of the workshop is for them to like reach their highest potential, right? So they're trying to be like as successful as possible. With by standing by these mission yes, statements exactly. or whatever, and you guys can read um, the full twelve okay. mission statement. We'll post it on our Instagram. It's very bizarre, and it's like four pages long for twelve items, so it's a little too much to go into. But it gives you kind of the gist of like seeking enlightenment, seeking like a greater self, but also like eradicating any from anyone from your life that's like beneath you per se. So I tried to get a little bit of information on like someone who was almost recruited into ESP and kind of their knowledge. So I found this article and it was written by this woman who was recruited to be an ESP and turned out she didn't join. So we got some good information from her. Basically, the presenter at the party <laughs> was like, we can't go into specifics because the technology is proprietary. Instead, we want you to focus on what you'll gain. Invest in yourself. There's nothing more important. Like, immediate red flag. Like, what? hello, like, if someone's trying to put you into debt to better yourself, run. If I'm paying $3,000 to go to this shit, this bitch better get into specifics. Are you kidding? Yeah. What? That's so, so weird. Already we're, we're getting the cult flags popping up. These people go into this ESP. They're doing these seminars. They're recruiting more people. They're climbing the ranks. And basically, this all starts to fall apart. And... A lot of the male members of the branch are witnessing women getting really frail, really skinny, really tired, and more of this goes into the HBO documentary, so I highly recommend that you guys watch this, but basically these people were working like 16 17 hour days for nexium for esp they weren't getting paid and they kept being told that they would eventually start making money that their worth would be shown and a lot of this like emotional and behavioral control is called a bite model and it basically just falls in line with a cult Basically what cults do, cult leaders do to have control over their subjects. So this can be things like regulating diet, deprivation of sleep, encouraging spying on other members, manipulation of memory, rejection of rational analysis or critical thinking, and they also like promote feelings of guilt and unworthiness. Like who would want to be in that? Not I. I'm like getting stressed thinking about this. So, <laughs> like I said, there's the document docu series, and they're showing all these women like kind of being sketchy, and like there's a rumor going around with an ESP that there's like a sub cult. Obviously, they're not calling it cult, but the sub organization within ESP that's called DOS. 
Um, and DOS stands for this, these three Greek words that I, or Greek, I think it's Latin, either Greek or Latin, one of the two that I can't say at all. But basically this translates to Lord over the obedient female companions. So basically a sex cult is what I'm talking about here. Oh, oh gosh, this got dark really fast. I thought we were all about self-actualization. <laughs> exactly. What? So that's how did why, we, how so did that's we why people were kind of baffled. They were like, oh, this is a crazy rumor. Like, did you hear this? Like, and mind you, like right. spouses are in ESP together. Like people have met through ESP, have gotten married through ESP. Like their whole lives are revolving around oh ESP gosh. and like the betterment of this organization. So when you start hearing that there's like this alleged sex cult like beneath everything, it's very bizarre. Yeah. Um, so totally throughout the documentary, they basically get some women to confess what's going on. And so at first it was supposed to be like a women's empowerment group within ESP for women only, which is just like bullshit. Mm -hmm. And their motto is be the master of your own life. That, <laughs> that segues that like segues that. into the master-slave <laughs> relationship between elder females and younger females within this, quote, women empowerment group. And so these oh masters, I wish you guys could see my hands. I'm doing air quotes like every five seconds. <laughs> these <laughs> masters were recruiting, quote, slaves and then those slaves would recruit more slaves, making the master slave a grand slave. Like, this shit sounds like a sorority, what? but on, like, a whole nother wave length. <laughs> shit, this is, like, sorority right. on steroids. So, basically, Doss's motto was, like, they were taking collateral from these women and of course when you're in an organization like ESP and someone comes to you and says we're doing a women empowerment organization like within ESP it's for women only like we're gonna get together and do all these exercises and blah 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 like sounds pretty good like get away from your husband your boyfriend like whatever so, and they also had to <laughs> sure. do penance, and I'll get into this later, but they were eventually branded. Um, but to oh, use God. this collateral, they would hold women accountable for this collateral that they were forced to give to their, quote, master slave. And that's how they kept the group a secret. Like, these women were putting up collateral like nude photographs they were doing like damning video confessions about their families like saying i cheated on my husband or like my kids are ugly or like Ugh. literally anything that could hurt them even if it wasn't true like some of the women didn't have collateral like they were just like 
decent human beings, so they would make up lies about their family and videotape them for the said collateral. Yeah, and even some women said they gave their home deeds, like the deed to their home, to their masters. It's like, it's like, don't you get to a point where you're like, hmm, something here doesn't seem right. Like, I just, I just don't understand how people can get so far in, like, in deep and not realize that, like, something's fucking crazy here and I yes. need to get out. It is That's really so sad. sad. And so basically the story keeps going. It's like, it's thicker and thicker, but... Basically, it's coming from this perspective of a woman who is married to a man who is within ESP as well, and he's been documenting the history of ESP for, like, 15 years. Like, this is their life, like, their jobs, their friends, their family, like, they're all involved in ESP, which is just crazy. So I imagine, like, if my entire existence revolved around ESP, like, it would be really hard to believe that something this crazy was happening, like, right under your noses. So, basically, a woman retells the story of her, quote, initiation process, and let me tell you, this is, like, hazing on a whole new level. I, like... I just, like, can't even deal with the facts that she claimed that they did to her. But basically, they, like, stripped her down naked, blindfolded her, drove her to, like, someone's house. And they were then taken into a room and branded like a cow or a animal that's branded like a cattle something with this hot iron rod right on their bikini line and it was said to be a symbol of the four elements like earth water fire wind and yeah or whatever um but the crazy part is if you turned it sideways if you like took a picture of it and turned that sideways it was keith rainier's initials they were branding themselves with Keith's initials oh my that's literally yes and like to this day these women have permanent branding marks like on their bikini line (gasps) of Keith Rainier like this man is psychotic oh my god and basically After reading some facts and, like, some news articles as well, it was reported that Rainier had between 15 and 20 sex slaves that were given to him by assignment by their masters to submit to Rainier. So, basically, it was, like, this whole pyramid within the pyramid, within the pyramid scheme. Like, I can't even deal. This is actually insane. So basically in 2007, these three prominent members of ESP took their expose to the Times, believing that this was literally the only way that law enforcement 
was going to hear out their case. Um, that They brought up, like, fraud right. and sexual abuse allegations. And as the story broke, hundreds of members from Nexium left organizations while many others, they stayed behind. So in March of 2018, Rainier was arrested in Mexico. Not sure what he was doing there. On charges of sexual exploitation of a child, sex trafficking to conspiracy to commit forced labor, wire fraud, and identity theft. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. That's a lot. (laughs) And others in high rankings were also convicted of fraud and racketeering. And the crazy part is that all these other people pled guilty in court except for Rainier. And, of course... Those sentences what? have been left undetermined because of COVID nineteen. So these people, oh yeah, these God. people are just like hanging out in federal prison with no sentencing, waiting for trial. That's literally insane. Yeah, like the story is just absolutely absurd. And also, earlier last year. Rainier had his federal trial started where all these co-conspirators testified against him and the jury found him on all court guilty on all courts and Rainier is also waiting sentencing because of COVID-19 delays but his hearing is set for October 27th so like in one month We should hear some news about this guy. And he's facing a minimum 15-year sentence, but could very well be jailed for his entire life. Which, I don't know, like... We could only hope. (laughs) It's just insane. But the other insane coincidence is that he is currently incarcerated at the Metro Detention Center in Brooklyn, New York, where Giesling Maxwell is being held as well. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So this is like the cream of the crop prison, I guess. Yeah, like I think all the conspirators and all the crazy people are just held in the center in Brooklyn, which is nuts. Shit. Oh my god, that is crazy. Yeah. What a coincidence. So also earlier in this year of 2020, 80 Nexium members accused Rainier and 14 other leaders of abuse conducting illegal psychological experiments on them. These members are currently seeking a jury trial and financial relief. Which is also If you have 80 people like coming, I guess 94 technically, people coming at you with accusations like you're you're going to jail. Um First of all, don't join a pyramid scheme. <laughs> if they're messaging you on Facebook, uh, don't answer. Um, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. And I'm like very glad that I didn't research about this before because I wanted to like make sure I had my true like reactions come forward. But I just like – my thing is I don't understand how people can – like this guy, Rainier, like how he creates such a big – like has a huge platform like within this community there's like what like 16 20,000 people or whatever yeah. and it's like how do you think you can get away with doing something so crazy and so illegal and like there's so many things that are going wrong that I think it's 
you have to be completely narcissistic and com- like actually insane to not think that this wouldn't get out. Oh my gosh, this is the craziest story. <laughs> uh, a pyramid scheme within a yeah, pyramid it's, scheme. It's like wow, a double decker. It's double, a double whammy. whammy like <laughs> and there's so much that I didn't even cover like within this episode and I really wish I could but no one's listening to us for more than 30 minutes. So please do your own research. Let us know what you guys think and I guess we'll have to give you an update come October yeah. 27th if Rainier is sentenced to whatever he deserves. Uh, love it. Make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. And you can also follow us on our Instagram at pleaseconfirmpod where we give updates each week and let us know what you want to hear on future episodes. Normally I would say this is all alleged claims and conspiracy theories and to just take it with a grain of salt. But guys, this shit is real and is happening and it is in the courts at the moment. Um, so the facts have been delivered. <laughs> the facts have been delivered. So if you want to learn more, um, definitely do your own research and check out some of these awesome documentaries. But I think that's it from Kat and I. So peace in the streets. And Nexium, if you're listening, please confirm. <laughs>